Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Here we go. It's hour four of the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. A lot going on here in the world of sports. Dalvin Cook has been cut by the Jets. And Cowboys fans uh, looking for news on that. We have not uh, received any of that so far. We did get news. They brought back Lyle Collins, though. As uh, the injuries piling up there on that left side of the line of scrimmage, Collins, a guy that had played both guard and tackle in his first stint with the Cowboys from 2015 to 2020. Um, then went to the Bengals, and uh, his career did not continue uh, on a good path. So he w- he's been available for a lot of the year, and, and uh, the Cowboys finally decided to bring him back, I guess, going into the end of the season and in the playoffs. They might uh, need Lyle Collins, but uh, at this point, the plan is to, to not use him. He is on the practice squad. And if we hear anything else throughout the balance of this show, we have two hours to go. Brian will be uh, sure to pass it along. He's been working his sources. I'm on, working my phones as we speak. On all, all fronts throughout the day. What an amazing uh, two college football playoff games. And I, I know that probably hurts for Longhorns fans to hear. Like, that's not a consolation at all. You want to win. But, I mean, for the rest of us, if you really didn't have a dog in the fight, I don't sit down and watch a lot of college football games. Dang it, I watched two of them yesterday, uh, a back-to-back, and uh, I'm into it. You know, it's cool to have new blood in the game, Yeah, uh, I, f- I feel like, as far as getting to this championship thing. I think the the NIL money in the transfer portal yeah. is a pain in the ass for a lot of people, Yeah, but it's bringing different teams in, and uh, I really enjoyed this uh, playoff so far and looking yeah. forward to the championship game. It was a lot of fun yesterday. It was a lot of fun yesterday. Didn't have for a single second think, oh, gosh, I wish FSU was involved in these proceedings. No, no, it it worked out. It worked out with the two teams. And, I, you know, the the more that you were – the committee had to be happy about the way those things went. And just for the the drama that you had at the end. Yes. You know, that's – I I mean, I I, I have the utmost respect. That Alabama-Michigan game, I – I, I give I give Michigan a lot of credit. I mean, offensively they were not not very good, but man, their defense was and, and Michigan's offense as far as running the football, you know, that's kind of their the way they operate. But boy, I'll tell you what, that they they, they did a nice job of, of playing against Alabama. Alabama makes some explosive plays. And that's the thing I noticed about Washington in that second game. Oof. The number of explosive plays that they make. That's going to be just, hard for Michigan to deal with, I mean, even though they've got a really good defense. May, may, maybe I'm worshiping the SEC, but one of my big surprises was just that Alabama was not more physical than Michigan, and maybe yeah. that's just the time that Harbaugh's had there to find good football players and put his system in. They're well-coached and everything, but I'm just not used to that, you know, and it's 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 pretty cool. You know, I, I think the Big Ten and Pac-12 teams are, you know, capable of playing with the big boys. I, I think maybe the big boys took a step back to get there, 
But it's it's cool to see, you know, Harbaugh and Washington. I grew up in Washington State. I know a lot of University of Washington fans, and they're excited. They're beside themselves. Just can't believe it, what Penix has done. And then DeBoer, in just his second year, as like, he's kind of crashed the party, hasn't he? Yeah, he's uh, he's won on every level. Yeah. You know, when you look at his head coaching record, at you know, what he was at Fresno, and then the opportunities that I think he's only lost 11 games in his overall career yeah. as a coach. Jeez, yeah. You know, and throughout all his 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 stops. He's a breath of fresh air too. He just seems like a normal dude. Yeah, he's uh he, he did a really nice job, but I'll say this too. I think the University of Texas is in really good hands with Sark. You know, I know it didn't end up well for you guys, and I I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing Texas in the SEC. Yeah. You know, I think there's going to be some really cool matchups. They you know, they hell, they travel to Ann Arbor uh, during the year. That's not an SEC matchup, but they get Georgia at home, Florida at home, you know. It, it this this is this is this is going to be cool to have Texas and and both them and Oklahoma in the in the SEC. Yeah, Texas fans should be going in with confidence into the SEC. Like, okay, we're we're not going to just get we're not going to get t- Texas A and M'd walking yeah. in here. Like, yeah. we're going to get in here and we'll be able to go toe to toe with these guys. The money, the money, the recruiting, the facilities they they don't have to take a backseat to anybody, and they'll 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 win in the the portal. They've got some good young players. The key for everybody now is keeping their young players. That's the problem. I mean, LSU lost a. A freshman offensive tackle, five-star offensive tackle, played this year for the Tigers as a true freshman. Did a great job. Now he's in the transfer portal. You know that that's the tough thing right there is of keeping keeping your guys uh, to, to to be able to make these runs. Well, I thought it was super impressive. Michigan offense kind of struggling, and then. Uh, when you need it most, uh, late in the fourth quarter, you go 75 yards in eight plays. Yeah. You have to convert a fourth and two at one right. point, and then you overcome your punt returner having yeah. a monster brain fart situation. There was a lot of punt returners doing stupid stuff, even in the NFL this weekend. Yeah. There was something in the water there. Punt returners were willing to field the ball inside of five-yard lines. About their end zone? Even into the end zone. Was Kansas that the Chiefs? City, yeah. yeah, Chiefs, yeah. She's taking a punt inside of their own end zone, which is never the right thing to do unless time is a officially expired and you're losing and you need to go find a way to score Unless a touchdown. You're Devin Hester or something like that. Yeah, or you're Devin Hester yeah. who gets the, the right of way anytime he wants to field the football. But yeah, uh, Michigan overcoming that. And then we all found out in real time that the special teams coordinator for Michigan is the son of Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, it is. Uh, so everybody was kind of, <laughs> he immediately starts trending like uh, the nepotism and everything that's involved there. Yeah. But shout out to Michigan for being able to overcome not just the the rabid Alabama fans that were there, but also, did you guys see a a section? They were kind of blending in because of their colors, but there yeah. was a section of Ohio State Buckeye fans that were there just hate watching Michigan. Oh, really? Yes. Now I, I didn't. I, I was assuming this was Ohio State fans, maybe like getting getting tickets to this game early, hoping that their team would be there, oh, okay. and then they just were like, "Okay, we're going to go anyways, and we'll just hate watch Michigan." Wow. Or this is them finding out Michigan is in the Rose Bowl and just deliberately saying, we're going to wear our Buckeye gear and we're going to go hate watch Michigan. I don't know. I've never seen it before, but I love the level of pettiness. It's so college football. Sounds like a bet payoff. You got to go watch your biggest rival go for their biggest win in, what are we looking at, 30 years now? That's the funniest part is like I wish I could see videos of sad Buckeye fans walking out of the Rose Bowl as <laughs> yeah. Michigan just beat Alabama. Like there's a well, lot going on Buckeye there. Buckeye fans walking out of the Cotton Bowl, losing to Missouri. Oh, uh, and, uh, yeah, uh, that's uh, true. So they might, they, but uh, 
Oh, did what you, a pathetic game, by did, the way. Did you guys see, though, the Texas fan? Yes, up? I was going to get to that, okay. too, because okay. you have the college football rabid nature, yeah. which is a, a like a huge contingent of Buckeye fans being willing to fly across the country just to go hate watch their rival, peak college football fandom, and then a father of what looked to be two or three young kids, young <laughs> boys, like in the elementary to middle, middle school range, is sitting in like an end zone, like first row Lambo leap style at the Texas game last night. And at the end of the game, Washington players are going up and they're talking, you know, yeah. horns down in and they're kind of, they're having a back and forth. And the Al- or the Texas fan who is clearly a dad as the pan, as the, as the camera pans over, yeah. you see the grown man, Texas fan pointing fingers, leaning over, yelling like, c- c- come get in my face kind of deal. Like, like bring it, bring it on yeah. as his kids are standing right next to him. It was just, it was incredible. It looked oh, like to me that the the kids looked very calm. Like dad does this quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. Dad is the dad is the guy that's going to fight everybody at the game. They, they were just happy dad wasn't trying to fight them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was just the, their own reprieve from their uh, from their drunken, rabid Texas fan father. This is just another day at the office for the kids. But yeah, he's he's yelling at them like basically, "Come fight me! Bring it over here right now! Come fight me! Right. I want you guys right now." Chief, I got something for you. He probably doesn't think those Pac-12 players are man enough. Not man enough at all. Especially, I was surprised. they said we run the South. That's Whoa. what they were hitting him with. Oh my oh, goodness! No. You know that got him just freaking no, peak anger. Man. He was like Dan Campbell after the ineligible yeah. play. <laughs> Who scored more fantasy points this year, C.D. Lamb or Terry Kill? Well, you're Tyreek asking Hill. me the question. I think we would all assume Tyreek Hill, but it's a trick question. It's CeeDee Lamb. No, it's not a trick question. Okay, then it's Tyreek Hill. No, it's a trick question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going with CeeDee Lamb. Did here. you just see something on the television behind me? Right behind and you. And you fired off a trivia question? I, I, I thought it was interesting because most people would feel like that Hills probably has more fantasy points. I, and I don't play fantasy football. That, that was surprising to me. I thought CeeDee would have been in the top. St. Brown is number three for the Lions, by the way. Yeah, he was super consistent yeah. all year. So, But Lamb is the top fantasy football point getter. It's been fun. C.D. Lamb and, and, uh, and Amon Ross St. Brown have where solidified have themselves picked? as top five. Where, where would C.D. Lamb have been picked in a normal fantasy draft if you were dra- – I don't know anything about fantasy. Uh, I would say oh, he was probably on average picked in the second round. Second round. He was probably in the on average picked in the second round. Wow. Um, Does that change next year? Yeah, he'll be, he'll be a surefire first-round pick. CD Lamb. Will Who's be. the worst pick you made in the fantasy draft? Well, I will tell you this. You said I don't you know. lost four or five. I will tell you that the worst decision I made was in the championship game in one of my leagues this weekend. I played Matthew Stafford instead of Lamar Jackson. That was forty-five and a half points on my bench. Unfortunately, my opponent in the championship game, his team sucked so bad, I still managed to eke wow. out a victory. Uh, so that was a poor decision that didn't end up backfiring on me completely. But, yeah, there's bad decisions all over the place. I saw something interesting where Christian McCaffrey is so good when it comes to just football in general. But in fantasy, yeah. the second best running back in fantasy this year to Christian McCaffrey is like had 122 yeah. points less than him. Yeah. yeah. Like McCaffrey is far and away the best right. player in all of fantasy and certainly far and away the best running back in all of fantasy. Uh, did you guys see ESPN having to apologize for the Mardi Gras-esque move that was Yeah, we saw some uh, on camera. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. did. Yeah, well, it was just it was just the one. It was yeah. just the one. Yeah, a single baby. Uh, they were like coming back in from a commercial break, yeah. I believe, and they show New Orleans as New Orleans Streets. is. And yeah. I mean, what do you expect if nah. you're just going to randomly drop a camera yeah. in the middle of the night yeah. uh, in New Orleans on Bourbon? 
you're going to see some things that yeah. are not safe for work. Yeah. So ESPN had to come out and apologize for that. I, I should be safe for work. You know, it's just the female form. I'm offended for you ladies out there. <laughs> you know, it might be hot and sweaty for you too. You know, you well, want to get a little ventilated? Go ahead. Down there in the swamps of Louisiana. Oh yeah, absolutely. Humidity, sweaty out humidity, there. a lot of yeah. a lot of sweatiness going on. I did. I, I was laughing. Just they were constantly showing Matthew McConaughey on the sidelines last night, wearing his cowboy hat, hook him horns. At one point, like, I thought he was a coach. Yes, he's pep talking dudes. Yes, in the middle of a game. I hey. was like, is he doing X's and O's here? Or is he just getting super philosophical? Have you ever seen the meme where he is like they're on the bench during the basketball game? He's sitting on the bench. And like he he stands. And he's up, got the going, whiteboard and stuff, well, and he's, no, he's drawing plays. No, he's clapping, 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 and he looks at the other guy sitting on the bench. He kind of like, like, come on, get up, start clapping here. You know, like he he stood up. You know, was doing that rah rah thing. Yeah, he turns to the bench like, boys, get up, come on, and and like, what well, they do? They all got up, start hey, clapping. They don't call him the minister of culture for no reason. Yeah, I mean, if if they don't call him that, if they're reacting they to it, and the coach is okay, you got to green light that as coach, right? Like when you get a new coach in Austin, it's like, hey, coach, this is what I do. Are you all right with that? It's always green lights for Matthew McConaughey. Uh, Who had more fantasy? I just, points? I think that's got to be so annoying for the players. I don't. Matthew McConaughey does not know football. I don't want to hear about anything. Like one thing about like the high end athletes, yeah, they're so annoyed by their friends and family members constantly telling them how they should play the game. It's sure. like, dude, you are garbage. Yeah. I am studying this stuff sixty hours a week. Leave me the hell alone, Matthew. I'm here. I'm. We're struggling to beat the University of Washington. You know, we got big, we got bigger problems than whatever's rattling around in your head right now. Just save it, please. That might have been. I mean, if Texas ends up winning that game, that's one of the biggest collapses in all of football history. It was pretty. It would have been pretty bad. I mean, the collapse at the end of that game. There was there was no reason why Texas. I believe. I believe with a minute and two seconds left, it was a ninety nine point nine percent win probability for Washington. Right. The fact that Texas even had a chance. To win that game at the end is insane, and part of it's because, you know, unfairly and sadly, Dylan Johnson got in, hurt. In, in huge pain there at the end of the game, which is going to be a factor in it the championship game. It will be a factor. Washington's running back goes down, but I guess the way the rules work is, you know, the clock com- completely stops at that point. Yeah. So instead of Texas having like 20 seconds to get the ball back, they had a full 50 seconds yeah. and they were able to march down. That would have been one of the most epic collapses in all of in all of college football that we could remember. That was tough. It would have been bad. Dalton Schultz or Jake Ferguson, who had more fantasy points this year? Dalton Schultz did. Yeah, he was piling it up big time. Yeah, he had the touchdowns. And he probably had more touchdowns. Ferguson, Ferguson, said a couple Fer- big Ferguson was ninth and Schultz was 10th. Oh Ferguson had more? Yeah, Ferguson Good. was more. More, more fantasy. Well, I'm happy to hear that because Ferguson's definitely the better player. Yeah. They're, they're so I'm glad fantasy. They're starting to treat that. him like a wide receiver, by the way. Hey, you know what? Can I also throw something out? Congratulations to Georgia football. I believe they have cemented themselves as the best clowners, sort of, in all of sports. Remember last year when they're just just blowing the doors off at TCU in yeah. the championship game? Yeah. What they yeah. were doing? They were ordering wings and stuff. They're eating wings. They're eating frog legs, you know, on the sidelines. It's the fourth quarter. They've already put this game away. And then what do they do over the weekend to FSU, who everybody clamored to be in the top four? After they beat the brakes off of them in the fourth quarter, their guys are once again eating and on Instagram live on the sidelines. Guys that were playing in the game are now on Instagram live because we got the third stringers in because we're up by about 50 points here. Wow. Georgia, like, they've got that thing down and dialed. When we're up by a million, watch how we can embarrass you. Yeah. You're not going to be able to run from it. There's still 14 minutes left of game time, baby. Yeah. You're going to have to watch from across the sideline as you're getting just boat raced on the scoreboard. Now we're going to now we're going to start hitting at your at your self-respect. Right.
So salute to Georgia for that. I appreciate that as a coach. You know, if if the other team is laughing, if they're smiling, <laughs> if they're carrying on, I want my players to look across that sideline and just eat it all up and use that as fuel for the offseason. <laughs> because that should massively anger you. You know, if I'm the coach of the other team, at the start of spring football, I'm just playing that on montage on video. Don't like clockwork orange style, you yeah. know, keep your eyes open and look at what you let the other team do. Yeah. No more blinking. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, I love that kind of stuff, man. I, I, and I, I think it's probably a lot more motivating for the opposition than it is. I just don't know how Georgia felt like they, they could do that after missing the playoff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that. I know that's kind of like what we do, but I'd be like, guys, maybe we should, you know, save that for, they are, they were trying to prove a point that they games. should be in. Yeah. They were trying to show the committee that you're messing up. But I don't think the committee messed up. I don't I don't think No, they... I, I just think it was a year where there were probably f- more than five teams, yep. actually, that could have won the championship. Absolutely. And, and next, year, next, year, next year you have, what, 12? So Georgia will be in next year. Let's hit the expressway. We'll take you commercial free to the top. I want to rank the teams that you want to see in round one for the Cowboys, assuming they beat Washington. That's next in the GBAC Nation. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.